Like I said uh, a few moments ago, we're going to be picking up here in verse 23 of chapter 19 in Genesis. I'm sure many of you remember, but in chapter 19 here, we had uh, the two angels coming down to uh, the city of Sodom, whom uh, uh, Lot took to his house, and then we had the men of Sodom coming after him, uh, wanting to wanted Lot to, to give up the men uh, whom were angels, uh, but the angels had ultimately struck them with blindness. And we talked about uh, that blindness last week a little bit. Um, but we also find how that the angels, after all this had happened, had told Lot <clears throat> and his wife uh, and the two daughters that were with him to get out of town and literally had taken their hands and drugged them out of town from the way that the uh, text makes you think about it here. And as they come out to the gate, uh, Lot once again asked for more mercy in a sense when he asked, when, because the angels had told him to flee to the mountains. Uh, but yet the angel, or Lot had asked the angels if he could go to this little town called Zor or Zoar, uh, however you want to pronounce it. I'm sure Zoar is probably the proper pronunciation of it. But me and making up my words, I like to just say things that sound good in my head. <laughs> but um, so the angels had agreed and, and, and told him that he can uh, flee there. And that's pretty much about where we're picking up here in, in verse 23. So just, uh, so let us, let us uh, read verse, verses 23 to, to 25. And, we, and just, to, just to remind everyone, I, I, I made mention of this last week, and I don't remember how much uh, we got into it as far as this goes, but as far as uh, the destruction of Sodom, you know, we always think about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah to go along with it. But there was ultimately uh, four towns that had gotten destroyed, and when we read about it uh, here in, in just these verses prior to 23, <clears throat> it makes uh, reference to how that even Zoar would have been destroyed if it wasn't for Lot uh, petitioning to go there and, and, and flee there. So we had ultimately five towns that were going to be destroyed, but four of them did get destroyed, but Zoar was... Um, was, was spared because of, of Lot wanting to flee there. So keeping that in mind as we go forward, as far as the, the multiple towns here that are being destroyed, uh, might say something about that later on. But anyhow, so starting in verse 23, <clears throat> we have the sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zoar. Then the Lord reigned uh, brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. So he overthrew uh, those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. <clears throat> so ultimately we have <clears throat> Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. Uh, verse 23 says they had entered <clears throat> they had entered Zoar, 
and uh, and once they had entered, because uh, remembering back in verse, I want to say it was 22, no, not 20, yes, 22, uh, the angel speaking to Lot says, we can't do anything until you arrive there. So you know, they waited until Lot got to Zoar before uh, starting the destruction. And we find that Lot and his wife and daughters had gotten to Zoar, and, and then the fire and brimstone came down. Now, there's multiple theories that I was reading on, uh, not that I read too much into them, because, I mean, I never really thought too much about the exact how the destruction happened here. One of the things that I'd read that I thought was kind of interesting was something about you know, some type of volcanic uh, eruption that was going on, and as the... the uh, or the, the lava, I guess it was, that was shooting up out of the ground, and God would, would send lightning to strike it, and it burst into flames, what have you. Now, and this is all just a theory. I'm just throwing this out there. It was just something that I'd read. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But ultimately, what we have, though, is we have something happening to the destruction, whether it had been however God had, had this happen, it was on God's time, though. You know, we see, you know, because Lot had lingered, and then finally he got drug out and got to Zoar. It wasn't like he just barely escaped it because it was coming anyhow, but it was on God's time. God had, had allowed it to, to go into this point, and then he destroyed it using whatever means necessary uh, to destroy the cities uh, that we have here. But like I said, I don't know exactly how that happened or anything else, but just... Interesting thought there. But also pointing out the the complete destruction here, uh, there at the end of verse 25 when it says uh, how that he destroyed everything, even the things that grew on the ground, it was all destroyed. So, I mean, this is complete destruction uh, all the way through. It wasn't just, you know, a few buildings being burned and everybody being killed. This was complete destruction. Everything was destroyed uh, within these cities. Well, let's look at verse 26. Um, I found a lot of good information out about this. I tell you, I'll be honest with you, it's some information that I never even thought too much about. But let's go ahead and get into it. Verse 26 says, But his wife, this is talking about Lot, so Lot's wife, looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. All right, such a small little verse that has uh, some interesting aspects behind it. And you, know, growing up within the church, I've you're in, in hearing this this account uh, being talked about many times, even as a young child in, in, in Bible class. And uh, I want to say I was even telling Janice about this. Uh, couple weeks ago when I was going over all this, I even remember in a VBS, uh, a, a vacation Bible school thing that I was, I was in when I was a lot younger, um, they were doing like a, a whole little skit thing of what was going on here. And, but anyhow, to, to get in your minds what I've always envisioned here, uh, when I go through this, this part of this, this story here, 
is, you know, you've got Lot, you've got his wife and the two daughters, and they're running out of the city, and his wife looks back behind her, and poof, she's a pillar of salt. Um, but going through this in more detail, there's no way that could be the way it was. Uh, for one, because of the few things that I've already pointed out, uh, and the fact that they had escaped to, to Zoar, they were already at Zoar, whenever the destruction started. And, um, and in verse 22, it had talked about how they couldn't even get started until they got to Zoar. So they were in the, the refuge city uh, by the time that, that the destruction started. But another thought that I thought was very interesting, once again, something I never really put together, was... If we look over into Luke chapter 17, we have um, the best that I can uh, figure on this was, was Jesus as he's describing the destruction of Jerusalem here in Luke chapter 17, starting in verse 28. <clears throat> Luke 17, starting in verse 28, says, Likewise, it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that, the, that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop in his, and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Now pay attention to this, verse 32. Remember Lot's wife. All right. <clears throat> so when you're looking at that you, and you think about what Jesus is talking about there, how that when somebody's in the field, let him not turn back. Let him not go back to his house to get whatever goods it was that was in the house so that they can leave and... and uh, and go to safety. Um, and it's talking about remembering Lot's wife. Remember what happened to Lot's wife when she turned back, uh, making reference to how that this was more than just a glancing over the shoulders or running out of the city uh, that she became a pillar of salt, but yet she had turned back. She was heading back towards Sodom for whatever the reason. Maybe it was she got to... Uh, to um, to Zoar there, and maybe she forgot something that was very sentimental to her within the house, or maybe uh, she just, this is crazy, I'm not doing this, I'm going back. I'm going back to my, to my town, where, where I want to live at. For whatever the reason, uh, from the best I can tell from this, this was, like I said, more than just a glancing back. She had turned back and was heading back towards Sodom. Throwing that out there. I don't know how many of y'all had the same thoughts that I did uh, uh, going over this uh, for many years until now, but any thoughts or comments? Absolutely. And you know, something that <clears throat> I run a lot of stuff by Janice, in case y'all don't know that. Um, but, <laughs> but when we was talking about this uh, a while back, 
we, we was trying to figure out, well, when did Lot get married? You know, was, was he already married when they left, uh, what was it, um, Hebron? Is that right? I, was he already married when they got to the land of Canaan, or was it after he got to, to, to Sodom uh, or you know, pitching his tent outside of Sodom when he got married? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Jim, do you know anything about it? So, I mean, it could have been that he was, uh, had gotten to Sodom and that he'd gotten a wife out of Sodom. So she might have more than just children there. She might have you know, a father and mother there, you know, brothers, sisters, whatever. Um, there within in the town of Sodom, which was actually something I think Janice had actually asked me, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Never really thought about it. Yeah. So, I mean, she could have had a lot of connections there, you know, children or, or parents, what have you. Jamie? I'm glad to know I wasn't the only one that had those same thoughts because that was pretty much the same thing that I had envisioned. And like I said, I mean, even in a, in a VBS, you know, now, I mean, granted, this was like older teens that was, you know, acting out the skit. Now, I don't know if I'm sure adults at some point in time had, you know, made sure that they were doing things right or what have you. But, I mean, that's the way they at least left it in my head. You know, they were running out of the city when she became a pillar of salt. Um, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just all the more. You know, reinforces on why we need to continue to to strive to dig deeper, even though it's something that you might have read <coughs> several times over your lifespan. <coughs> but to yet to dig deeper every time you you get into it, you know, not just to glaze over it. But, but very good. Also, just to kind of go along with this, though, um, and I'm not trying to say that this is what happened, but something else I read that was interesting as far as Lot's wife becoming a pillar of salt. Uh, once again, I, I always envision, and it could have been like this, I don't know for sure, but almost like salt blocks. You know, it was it was solid. You know, she became solid salt. But yet, um, from the same place I was reading about, you know, how the destruction of, of uh, Sodom could have happened as far as the volcanic reaction and all that. But from that same place, it had made mention of how it could have been because of the uh, uh, sulfuric or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to be all technical, and I'm not technical. um, Ultimately, because of the area that that she was heading back to, that it could have been that she had uh, had like a really thick, salty crust layer on her that became the salt, you know, she became more like a salt block, not so much that she was solid salt, but yet because of the destruction, the fire, the brimstone that was coming down from heaven, but yet it had, when she went back, it beca- she became uh, more of a salt uh, a layer, a thick layer of salt on her. But just throwing that out there. It could be she was solid salt. don't know, but I don't know. Just thought I'd throw that out there to you too. Anything else before we keep going? 27, verse 27 to 29 says, And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. Then he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward toward all the land of the plain. And he saw, and behold, the smoke of the land went up like like the smoke of a furnace. And it came 
it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, and he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt. All right, so ultimately here we have Abraham waking up the next morning, and uh, yeah, I, I remember talking about this, uh, or talking about when Abraham had had stood, or the Lord had stood before Abraham, they were discussing, and, and, and um, Abraham was talking about, you know, how many righteous souls, you know, if there was 50 righteous in the city, would you still destroy it? And just kept going, dwindling down. Um, ultimately, you know, they must have been standing at this place to where they could see, you know, uh, Sodom in a distance. And here we have Abraham waking up and going back to this place the next morning <clears throat> and looking over uh, towards Sodom and Gomorrah and seeing all of the smoke and the destruction uh, that, that would have gone on there. And I'm sure that one of the things that might have been going through his mind was not even 10, wasn't even 10 righteous souls in, within the city. Um, and I, I don't know if he, he knew, uh, for sure, you know, beforehand or not, but I'm sure he found out eventually, you know, God telling him whether or not he told him before or after or what have you, that you're wondering whether or not Lot had made it out, uh, whether or not he made it out of, out of Dodge and, and was, say, uh, saved from it. I'm confident that he knows eventually, but I don't know if he knew it. You know, when he was looking over the over the town, it could have been that the Lord might have talked to him while he was standing there looking over the town. I don't know. We're not really privileged to that information, but yeah. So he was standing there, and we and and one thing that I wanted to point out though is the fact that in verse 29 it said that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out. So because of uh, Abraham's cry, because of his uh, plea for the city. Uh, and the love that he had, uh, especially towards his nephew there, that he had spared Lot. So, any thoughts or comments before we get into the uh, spicy part of this chapter? No? All right. Verse 30. Then Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zoar, and he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. First off, when you just, especially when you're thinking about the last part of that verse, uh, and you think about how Jim's made mention, uh, and I know last week he had talked about that as far as the progression of Lot, and, and how that he had you know, pitched his tent towards Sodom, then he ended up in Sodom, sitting on the gate, and and. So he had all these things, all these possessions. And now we remember back in um, 13, chapter 13, when Abraham and Lot had split, Lot had, you know, their possessions were so great that they couldn't even dwell in the same land together because the land couldn't support them. And here we have Lot going from that to him and his two daughters dwelling within a cave on the side of a mountain. I mean, talking about going from from riches to rags, um, this is 
probably a pretty good standpoint here uh, as far as the differences. So we have that. Now, why he ended up leaving Zoar, once again, we don't, I don't, at least I don't know for sure. Uh, maybe it's because of, you know, being at Zoar, seeing the destruction, seeing his wife leave, go back. His wife ended up becoming a pillow of salt. Thought, you know what? Maybe I should just do what I was supposed to do to begin with and, and flee to the mountains. Don't know. But we know that he went, and, 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 uh, and they were there in a cave. Any thoughts or comments over before we keep going? All right. Verses 31 through 35. <clears throat> it says, Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on the earth to come out or to come into us as we as is the custom of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. So they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with with her father, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. It happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Indeed, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. And you go in and lie with him that he may preserve, or that we may preserve the lineage of our father. Then they made their father uh, drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. All right, it's a lot going on there, but the first thing that, that I think that we can clearly see is that even though God had saved them from the destruction of Sodom, and had moved them out of Sodom. They ended up moving all the way out into the mountains and was dwelling within a cave. That they may have been out of Sodom, but Sodom was definitely not out of them, or at least not out of the daughters. It also shows that, um, that the influence of the people in Sodom must have had a, a bigger impact on his daughters uh, than what he might have been thinking to begin with. Um, <clears throat> even if, you know, I know we were talking about Lot and the reasons on why he might have been staying within Sodom. You know, maybe he was trying to be a good influence within uh, the people of Sodom or, or however, and, and we was talking about those things. But regardless of, of what good he thought he was doing, apparently there was still a lot being taken in by his at least these two daughters, and obviously if he had other kids there, it would have been you're taking over them too because they didn't even leave out with him. Um, but ultimately, uh, his children uh, had, had, had a lot of other thoughts going with them. They had, the Sodom, so ultimately, Sodom had more of an influence on them than what he had on Sodom is what I'm trying to get at. Um. Because, for one, the daughters must have known that this was wrong. Uh, because if not, why else would they not have to get lot drunk? And I mean, so drunk, so intoxicated that he did not know when they laid down and when they arose. 
they, they would have known that something was wrong here. Uh, if nothing else, they would have known that, his, that their father uh, would have known that this was not right because of what they had to do uh, for this to happen. But the last thing I want to point out in this, and <clears throat> I'd read this in a commentary, never really thought much about it once again, but out of all the things that Lot had brought with him, you know, Lot would have had many choices as far as you know, different things like we talked about. You know, Lot wasn't a poor man when he lived in Sodom. And obviously he had grabbed some things to leave out of Sodom with. But one of the things that he definitely grabbed uh, to go out of Sodom with was his bottle. He made sure his bottle was with him. What I mean by that is his liquor bottle is what I'm trying to get out of here. You know, his wine. He wanted you because know, obviously they didn't have you know, enough time here for him to have grown a vineyard, to have uh, squeezed the grapes out of the vineyard and let them ferment and to do whatever else you got to do with them to, to get your alcohol out of them. And I mean, it could be that his daughters could have brought that with them. Don't know. I don't know who brought it. But ultimately, you know, apparently Lot wasn't against uh, the drinks that his daughters was giving him, regardless of the fact we had that going on as well. Just thought I'd point that out. Jeremy and then Karen. Well, I mean, I, the best I can remember on that was, you know, it wasn't, he had offered the daughters, but from the way that I I remember it reading out, before they would have even had a chance to get the daughters. Uh, Lot or the men would have grabbed Lot and drug him back into the house and struck the the crowd with blindness. So I don't think that that they actually had the daughters, um, and that's from my memory. But yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And I was I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to point that out. And that's a lot of people will point would try to say, well, you know, they just thought that. There was nobody left, but they just left the city of Zoar, who was populated. You know, the Lord didn't destroy Zoar. And so they had men there within Zoar, I'm confident. <laughs> um, and, and they fled into the mountains, but even if that was the thought, and they thought that nobody else existed, how did they think that the boys were going to repopulate? And that, now, that was something that I did think about, but to say that there was no man upon the face of the earth as what I think Karen was trying to point out, you know, was not a correct statement from the, the girls here. But, yes, it could be that, that Lot was like, we ain't going nowhere else. We stand right here. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And that very well could be part of the reason on why Lot decided to just, you know, let's just go on to the mountains. I don't want to live this, this escapade again, you know, what, what's been going on in Sodom. Right, the daughters would have at least uh, uh, shown a lack of faith here uh, from God saving them from Sodom and Gomorrah, or well, from Sodom, um, and having faith in, in God that, that he was going to provide for them a man at some point in time. I'm pretty, at least, in, now I mean, grant you, I also had the image of, of you know, Lot's wife being turned into a pillar of salt as they were dodging, you know, fire and brimstone there. But, yes, that, that's the way I've always in, 
thought about it too, Jim, as far as light staying in this mountain. And yes, I'm pretty confident that there's no other mention of Lot, no other mention of his daughters. Um, and I don't even think they even mention about Ammon and Moab until we get over uh, to Exodus, maybe. I, I can't remember. But I, I don't think it's any more in Genesis, anyhow. But real, real quick, we got a couple more minutes, and I, I wanted to get through the rest of, of chapter 19 here so we can get on into chapter 20 next week. But 20, uh, 36 uh, through 38 says, Thus both the daughters of Lot were with child by their father. The firstborn bore a son, called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites uh, to this day. The younger she also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ammon. Uh, he is the father of the people of Ammon uh, to this day. Now, a couple of interesting uh, things here is the meanings of, of Moab uh, means from a father, and the meaning of uh, Ben-Ammon uh, means son of my kinsman. Um, and like we said, the, uh, these two uh, children, or the, all of these people here aren't mentioned again for the rest of the book of Genesis. Uh, but now, because of the way that this happened, doesn't mean that all the people within these two tribes, the, the tribe of, of Moab or the tribe of Ammon, uh, were bad. Because we have Ruth, who is a Moabite, who also is within the uh, lineage of Jesus Christ, um, which is very interesting, and I thought I'd point that out because a lot of times we might think about them being you know, very negative as far as these things go. But also when you look over in Deuteronomy chapter 2, uh, I think Moab was in verse 9 and Ammon was in verse 19. Uh, when, when they're talking about going into the land, uh, God specifically says, do not, um, do not uh, uh, contend in war or don't, um, I forget the exact wording that says, uh, harass them or contend uh, with battle on them, uh, neither the Ammonites or the Moabites, because they had, he had given those particular lands to those children or to those tribes because of Lot. So just throwing that out there. Absolutely. But at the same time, God didn't want them to destroy him either because of, of Lot. But very good thoughts and comments. Thank you.